The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's jazz it up. Let's all get together now. Welcome to the Laura Theodore Podcast. You may know me from my popular television show, Jazzy Vegetarian, where I feature easy and delicious vegan recipes, along with tips for living a kinder, plant-based life. Now I invite you to join me here each week, where I'll welcome amazing guests to share upbeat and informative conversations featuring motivational lifestyle advice and nutritional guidance, plus lots of jazzy-licious recipe ideas. It's all served up with sensational music on the side. Music! So let's get talking. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Laura Theodore Podcast. Wow, it's the new year. I'm so honored that you're here today to celebrate the new year with me, and I hope you had a happy and a healthy holiday season. And we've got such an exciting show today. I am so happy to welcome Eric Marcus. I am honored to welcome him today because he publishes vegan.com. And we're going to talk about how you can go vegan, some easy ideas for starting out in the new year. Even if you just want to add one vegan meal to your weekly menu plan or explore some new vegan recipes, Eric Marcus is the expert and he's going to talk about how. Wow. And uh, later on in the program, I have a little music. What the world needs now is love. And I think that's what we all need in the new year, don't you? But let's just get on with the show. It is now my great pleasure to welcome Eric Marcus, who publishes vegan.com. He maintains its Twitter feed. He's written extensively on vegan and animal rights topics. Eric is also interested in privacy, Austrian economics, restorative justice, and sentencing reform. And I'd like to welcome him to the program right now. How are you today, Eric? Oh, Laura, it's great to be on your podcast, and I'm doing fantastic, largely because I'm getting the chance to talk to you after all this time. Well, I feel the same way, and I just can't thank you enough for the amazing, amazing work that you do. As I said earlier in the program today, I'm just so honored to be interviewing you and speaking with you today because you really are 
the go-to place for anybody who wants to know anything about being vegan. So I just want to get right to it. So we're going to talk today how anybody can go vegan. Your easy ideas for starting it out in the new year and going on that path to becoming vegan. And just talk a little bit about that, if you would, please. Well, I I think my fundamental piece of advice is uh, is actually counterintuitive, which is, I think, why it's, uh, it's so memorable and so helpful. You would think at first glance that being vegan or going vegan would really be all about gritting your teeth and cutting out these foods that you grew up eating and making some real sacrifices, when really it's the opposite. Um, the truth is that if you, if you emphasize cutting non-vegetarian foods out of your diet, then it, then it becomes willpower and sacrifice and unpleasantness. Uh, but there's a much better way to go, and that, that involves not cutting foods out of your diet, but crowding them out by taking the effort uh, to try as many vegan foods as you possibly can. Uh, ideally, try a new food at least once a day And uh, you're not going to like everything you try, but you will love uh, a significant portion of the things that you sample. And anytime you find a new food that you love, uh, you can work it into your diet. And over time, these uh, this growing influx of of new vegan foods that you're including in your diet, they'll they'll just push and crowd out the non-vegetarian foods that you've spent your life eating. And it all happens effortlessly. I agree 100%. And I like what you said when you uh, started this conversation, you know, just talking about crowding out your plate, trying new things. I think a lot of people don't realize that you can have dishes like, you know, spaghetti and meatballs, vegan, easy, uh, chili, burgers, lasagna. There are so many dishes that you can prepare and serve. And you're going to say, oh man, I can't even tell that these are vegan. I remember I was giving a dinner party many, many, many years ago. And I served lasagna because there wasn't one person that was vegan at the party. And, you know, everybody was eating and they're really enjoying it. And at one point the guest said, Laura, I know there's no meat in here, but this just tastes like regular meaty lasagna. What's your secret? And I think that that's the basis of thinking about, you know, starting to go towards a vegan diet because it's really adding things to your diet, like you were just saying, rather than just thinking, oh, I just can't eat anything I like. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Oh, absolutely. You know, it's uh, it's just so easy to uh, just open yourself to trying new foods. And, uh, you know, one of the big misconceptions that uh, people contemplating a vegan diet have is that you're, you're uh, if you were to go vegan, your diet is going to be much more limited 
than the things you ate as an omnivore because, hey, an omnivore, as the name uh, denotes, can eat anything at all, whereas a vegan diet is offers only a subset of those foods. But uh, what a massive subset that is, and if you just take the time to uh, to really explore all the vegan options that are available and you're just, you make a point of trying new foods. I think uh, what most vegans find is that in a relatively short amount of time, they are actually eating a far greater variety of foods than they ever ate uh, growing up as an omnivore. And, uh, and, and, and that variety of foods only increases as the years go by. I mean, not a month goes by, uh, that I, I don't try three or four uh, new things, whether at restaurants or a new grocery offering or a new recipe. Uh, you're one of the people who's coming out with new vegan cookbooks all the time. And uh, so the, the, the uh, variety of things that you can be trying is, is continually uh, becoming increasingly diverse. Yes, I agree 100%. And I love that on your website, vegan.com, everybody, there's nothing really hard to remember here. After the program, I want everybody to go to vegan.com, and you're just going to explore all the amazing uh, things, tips, ideas, recipes that you're going to find on Eric's website. But what I love is on the website, you do talk about the vegan alternatives to meat, dairy, and egg-based foods. So let's just go through a couple of your thoughts on perhaps, for, let's just start off. There's a lot of vegan meat alternatives now. There really weren't a lot of great ones even 10 years ago, but now there are just so many wonderful alternatives to meat. Talk a little bit about your favorites, if you would, please. Well, you know, one of my favorites is uh, is uh, field roast, and uh, I have a bit of a funny story about that. I was at a, uh, a festival in Oregon, and uh, I'm wandering around the festival, and there's there is a a guy standing there with a tea service suspended from his neck, and uh, just this random guy, and he says, "Hey, would you like some tea?" And I was like, sure, why the heck not? So uh, he poured me some tea and we started talking. And uh, this this guy was, at, he turned out to be the founder of Field Roast. And so wow. uh, obviously we had a, a pretty uh, pretty interesting conversation and we've uh, we've stayed in touch. But um, he said something to me that, that uh, I think might surprise some of your uh, listeners, even those who are familiar with field roast, which I which I regard as one of the most delicious vegan meats, he said that um, when they were formulating their products, he made no attempt whatsoever to try to copy the flavors of meat. Uh, if you have a, a field roast uh, sausage or a field roast burger, it it will not trick anyone into thinking, oh, I can't believe that's not. Pork, you know, it, it it makes no attempt. What it what what they try to do in formulating field roast is to just make something with meaty textures that is delicious in its own right. And um, I think a lot of the time, where vegan meats are concerned, 
what I like best is not something that tries to copy the flavors of meat, but just tries to do its own thing and be delicious in its own way. And yes. uh, so I'm a huge fan of field roast. But having said that, um, you know, uh, Impossible uh, Impossible Foods has their famous Impossible Burger that takes the uh, that goes to the other extreme that tries to mimic hamburger 100 percent and boy did they succeed and um, i i think it's well established now that most meat eaters can't even distinguish between a, 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 a an animal-based hamburger and an impossible burger and uh, you know i don't spend very much time in the united states and impossible burgers aren't really widely available uh, internationally so whenever i come back to the united states i i do buy my pa- myself a package of uh, impossible burgers and pan fry them myself with some vegan cheese and uh, you know a few times a year there's nothing I like more than, than uh, cooking up a, a hamburger from scratch using uh, Impossible Foods vegan offering. I think it's, it's delicious. But, you know, sitting right next to it in the refrigerator is some field roast because uh, I don't want to be eating exclusively uh, meaty flavors. I, I, I love the field roast and that kind of realm of alternative meats. And for that matter, I also love tofu and tempeh mm. and seitan, yeah. which yeah. Uh, are traditional meat substitutes before that industry even existed. In fact, thousands of years ago, monks were eating tempeh uh, because, uh, you know, that was sort of a primitive way to get your protein without uh, eating meat. And tempeh, uh, I, I know from your own cooking, you know how to make tempeh a dozen different ways. And that's, that's a delicious product that more vegans should, uh, should make the effort Mm -hmm. to learn how to cook. Yeah, I I agree a hundred percent. And, you know, since you, you know, my books, I'm, I'm a big uh, fan of tofu and tempeh in particular. And, you know, I, I guess I, I, I have in the past well, I guess really over the past five years or so, more and more, I get to, hey, you know what? I'd rather have a homemade vegan burger than, you know, the one that's frozen. Now, don't get me wrong, particularly my husband, you know, he loves the frozen burgers. He he actually likes the Gardein burgers. Those are the ones that he likes. And he likes those vegan meat alternatives. But I really am a big fan of you know, cooking tofu, cooking tempeh. And the wonderful thing that you were talking about earlier on in this program is that there are so many recipes out there that are really easy. Even somebody that's starting out and just beginning, they're going to find some recipes using tofu and tempeh and seitan in the books, on the internet, all the wonderful websites, obviously in my cookbooks, things that I think they're just surprising because they're not mimicking meat, which is a good point that you're making. And I really like that you're making that point. But they're giving some of the feeling, some of the mouthfeel, some of the texture, some of the gratifying uh, tastes that meat might have given in the past and substituting it with something that's obviously vegan and delicious. So, you know, that, that's just my two cents on that, but I agree with you 100%. I really like on your website that you suggest to just try out a vegan diet for a week 
or even a month. Talk about that concept a little bit for somebody who's thinking about diving into a vegan diet in the new year. Well, I think that for a lot of people, uh, like, uh, I mean, it's kind of a human, uh, very much a human trait to think in terms of all or nothing. Uh, and in, in this case, uh, oh, you know, being vegan means that I'm going to have to follow this diet for the rest of my life, 24 hours a day without any reprieve. And, uh, well, I've been doing that for 30 years or whatever, and uh, it's second nature for me. But, but for somebody starting out, that's kind of a, 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 an overwhelming ask, or at least it can be. And uh, because uh, if you frame it in an all or nothing way, uh, most of the time, what you get from people is nothing. So why not, why not open the door to at least at first a little cheating or a temporary commitment or, uh, you know, one of the best strategies I think is to, if you're just starting out and, 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 uh, going vegan 24 seven would be too big of a leap. Why not do it the Mark Bittman way and do the vegan, uh, until six, uh, plan uh, approach where you, uh, uh, where you follow a vegan diet throughout the day and then at dinner time and after that, you can eat anything you want. Uh, so that, that can get you uh, probably 70% of the way towards a vegan diet without feeling that you're having to banish every last food that you grew up eating. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's another, uh, you know, another, another really important uh step towards a vegan diet that I personally followed as I made the transition was, uh, it so happened in my junior year of college, I, I moved into my own, uh, own place, uh, my own little cottage out in the woods. And I had a, um, for the first time in my life, I had my very own kitchen. Mm-hmm. And, uh, this was as I was moving towards a vegetarian uh, or vegan diet. And uh, I was still eating some dairy products at the time, but I decided, okay, now this offers the perfect opportunity to really accelerate my transition to a vegan diet. Uh, I will never bring any animal products into this beautiful little cottage. And uh, since I had full control over that, that was easy to do. And uh, it got me to uh, try new vegan recipes. And then, hey, when I was downtown and I wanted to get a slice of cheese pizza, I could do that. And uh, but that that right there uh, decreased the number of animal products in my diet by 90 percent without it having to be an all or nothing thing. So if you're if you're thinking in all or nothing terms and you're leaning towards nothing, I would just say, uh, you know, make, think about being vegan at home. Think about being vegan until six. Think about making a temporary commitment where you just try it out for a week. Uh, those sorts of things can get you, uh, uh, you know, it's kind of like opening a jar of peanut butter. You just, you know, if you can just move it a little bit uh, and turn it a little bit, the rest of it gets really easy. So do, do it a little bit and see what happens after that. 
I love that. And I agree completely. I just love that idea. Be vegan in your own kitchen. Resolve to never again bring animal products into your home. That's really a good one. We're speaking today with the amazing Eric Marcus. And he's a writer, a public speaker. He's dedicated to the advocacy of vegan diets. And his website, once again, is vegan.com. That's vegan.com. Before you leave us today, Eric, I want to know why you think we should be vegan. I mean, there are so many reasons. Everybody has different reasons. But if you just had to choose your top ideas for helping someone to start a vegan diet, why should they start a vegan diet in the new year, Eric? What would you like them to know? Well, well, uh, more than anything I can say during this brief segment uh, in terms of specific reasons to, to go vegan, uh, what I'd really like to ask is that uh, your listeners visit vegan.com slash Y, W-H-Y. What I've done with that article, uh, you can read it in under an hour, uh, is I've really distilled uh, all the research I've done over a period of decades into uh, the reasons to go vegan into something that you can read in 45 minutes. And uh, so, I mean, it gets into the animal protection side of things. It gets into the environmental side of things. It gets into some of the health benefits that can accompany a well-planned vegan diet. But, you know, the motivations to go vegan uh, vary from person to person. So uh, I, I just think that whatever reason you have to go vegan, hey, that's that's okay by me. In fact, that's, uh, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever can get you to make another step in a plant-based direction, that to me is the best reason to go vegan. And um, I'll let you make your own choices about where, uh, what, what, what aspects uh, and what benefits of moving towards a vegan diet appeal to you most. You are brilliant. You're such a pleasure to speak with. I just can't thank you enough for your dedicated work and for how much you're helping so many people, so many animals helping the earth. And this has just been a joy and an honor, a pleasure speaking with you today. And I do hope we can do it again. It's been fantastic. So I'm wishing you a happy and healthy New Year, Eric. Have a happy 2023, Laura. And uh, I will never say no to an invitation to come back to your podcast. Thank you so much. Well, that was the fantastic, the incredible Eric Marcus. And uh, boy, I hope you go and visit vegan.com. That's vegan.com. It's easy to remember after the program today because Eric has so much incredible information about going vegan. And uh, pretty much any question you might have, you can find right there at vegan.com. Well, we're celebrating the new year, we're celebrating good times, we're celebrating and anticipating a better year ahead. So I thought it'd be a great opportunity to share this wonderful recording I did with the Julian Purefoy big band years ago, but it really expresses what we're all looking for in the new year, love, 
Love is what it's all about. Here it is. What the world needs now is love. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. It's the only thing that there's just too little love. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. No, not just for some, but for everyone. Lord, we don't need another mountain. What the world needs now is love. I truly think that is what the world needs more of. And that's from my 
CD, What the World Needs Now is Love, and you can get that CD at jazzyvegetarian.com, along with all of my cookbooks, learn about season 10 that's airing all around the country, learn about season 7 that's airing on Create every Sunday and every Monday. So just check it out after the program, jazzyvegetarian.com. Well, it's been a great honor to be with you here again today. Do listen every Wednesday at mindbodyspirit.fm for the Laura Theodore podcast. I'd love for you to listen. Well, until next time, be happy, be healthy, and be well. From me, Laura Theodore, a.k.a. the Jazzy Vegetarian. Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report, bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on the Angel Tarot Show, exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.